Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of Darker Demons. Uh, I'm sorry for the long break, but we had some weather issues here in South Carolina. And when we last left off, we Samir was explaining to Jake who Magdalene and Lorelai and Lucian were and their relationship to Alexandra and so I guess we'll pick it up there. Samir continues, Lorelai was not willing to devote her life to one man. As the centuries passed, Magdalene watched as Lorelai broke Lucian's heart over and over again. She offered Lucian comfort and he didn't refuse. She mistook their sexual relationship for love. When Lorelai returned from one of her escapades and Lucian ran back to her, Magdalene became enraged and tried to kill her friend Lorelai. She failed, thanks to Lucian. Then despite Lorelai's pleas, Lucian went after Magdalene. He intended to cut off her head. In spite of her injuries, Lorelai followed and interceded. Instead of destroying her, Lucian only killed the physical body, letting the spirit loose. Now she's back and bent on revenge. She believes she should have been the one to have Lucian's child. She hates all of them, Lucian, Lorelai, and Alexandra, Samir concludes. Jake says if she can get to Alexandra, she will destroy her. I believe she has the power to do it, Samir says. What can we do, Jake asks. If we kill Tom, Magdalene will find some other body. If we cut off her head, her spirit will depart to the Akashic realm and she will escape punishment. Samir explains we need to capture her spirit at the moment of death. I can do it, but I will need to be there when it happens. I can sweep her spirit up in my vortex and deliver her to the void. She will be trapped forever, unable to become one with the whole. She will be alone for all time. Is that safe for you, Jake asks. Samir assures him he can dispatch Magdalene and return without risk. Then we will need to confront her together. Can you travel on an airplane, Jake asks. Samir explains he is able, but he prefers not to. Tell me where you will be, and I will meet you there, he says. Jake shares his information with Samir. They agree to meet at Brown's Hotel in two days. I'll be registered under the name Jake Collings. I will find you, Samir says. And with that, he is gone. Alexandra dreams. She dreams of Jake, of warm days and cool nights of serenity. Opening her eyes, she sees only the room with the red curtains. Alexandra, it's good to see you are awake. She hears a voice, but the room is empty. Who are you? Why can't I see you? Alexandra asks. I am Lorelai, your mother. You can't see me because I reside on a different plane. I'm here, but not here. I can hear you, though, Alexandra says. I could appear for you, but it would take tremendous energy. Speaking is easier, and I have many things to tell you. All right, I'm listening. Lorelai begins by telling her daughter, I love you. I love you too, Alexandra replies. I'm sorry I brought you into a world so fraught with danger. Maybe it was selfish of me, but I so wanted to have a child with Lucian. I was aware of the prophecy, but I thought I would live long enough to teach you all you needed to know to protect yourself. I was wrong. Alexandra asks her mother what the prophecy means, what the gateway leads to. Lorelai tells her the gateway leads to the home of the Anantans. 
It is a portal to, portal to all the realms, all but the final one, she says. What do I have to do, Alexandra asks. I have no answer for that. The prophecy suggests you are the key. It also mentions a lock. Together, the lock and the key open the gateway. Sadly, there are no clues to the identity of the lock. It could be one of us. It could be an actual lock. It could be a task you need to carry out. Alexandra's frustration and despair are growing. How can I even know where to begin? The witches here will help you. They are an ancient and powerful coven, one of the first. They can help protect you from Magdalene as well, since it appears I am no longer strong enough to give you complete protection. Wearily, Alexandra asks if they can keep her safe from Gregory. Lorelei informs her that won't be necessary, explaining Magdalene has already eliminated him. Suddenly fearing her enemy might have destroyed Jake as well, she asks, do you know if she has harmed anyone else? The demon is fine. However, her spirit is in complete possession of your friend Tom. There is no way to bring him back. I'm not giving up on him, she replies. You mentioned Jake. Can you tell me how to rid myself of the feelings I have for that evil creature? Her mother laughs, answering demons are not evil. She explains humans have always feared their kind, the witches, warlocks, demons. They have hunted us down through the centuries, burning us, drowning us, telling lies to their children about us. All we ever wanted was to be left alone. The demon kind may be selfish and lacking feeling, but they are not evil. In fact, they can be quite charming. Sadly, the race is almost extinct. Why is that, Alexandra asks. Elementary, there are no female demons left. They found life here unbearable, and one by one, they departed for the Akashic realm. Of course, demons can mate with witches, humans, shapeshifters, but the children are not demon kind. Where is Jake now, do you know, Alexandra asks. I believe he is searching for you. They are all looking, Magdalene, Jake, your father. Why am I so hard to find, she asks. Because we want you to be, her mother replies. Alexandra asks her mother why she doesn't want Lucian to know her location. Lorelai replies, I love your father very much, and at heart he is good, but he's also selfish. He has never fully believed in the prophecy, but if his views have changed, I am afraid he would try to use you. Use me for what? Alexandra asks. Sighing, Lorelai replies, use you to control the gateway and all the power that would come with that. Was it you who spirited me away from Gregory? Lorelai answers, no, and it wasn't your father. I believe you did it yourself. Alexandra asks, how can that be? I wouldn't know how to begin to do something like that. You were in danger, so you shut your eyes and pictured yourself somewhere else. It worked, but then you must have become disoriented and confused. That's why you can't remember what happened. Alexandra asks how soon she may leave the compound. Why are you in a rush to leave, her mother asks. You're safe here. I know, but I can't just stay here and wait for something to happen. I need to find answers. I need to find the lock and fulfill the prophecy. Lorelai answers, this is the best place for you to be for now. The coven will help you find the answers you need. 
Magdalene is comfortably ensconced in her suite at Brown's Hotel. She has discovered Tom is a very wealthy man. He owns the apartment building in which he and Alexandra live, along with several others. His bank accounts are large, his investments numerous. He phones room service and orders champagne and lobster. While waiting for the food, she studies the map of London she removed from Gregory's house. It is a specialized map which pinpoints all the covens in the British Isles. Most of the witches inhabiting them are allies of Lorelei. However, the one in Edinburgh, Scotland, is rumored to be friendly to all. Magdalene calls the concierge and asks the woman to book her the best accommodations on the Caledonian sleeper. The woman asks if she'll be requiring a place to stay while in Edinburgh. Yes, of course. What do you suggest, she asks. The Balmoral is the best hotel in the city, in my opinion. Fine. Book me a suite for Thursday through Sunday, she says. She knows the village of Rosslyn is only a short distance from Edinburgh. Some Americans believe the answer to the mystery of the lock is to be found within the walls of Rosslyn Chapel. The chapel is the focus of many legends, but she believes in this case the legend could be true. Thousands of years before there was a chapel, the site was home to a coven. The coven was one of the oldest, dating back almost 10,000 years. One of the witches, Rowena, had come with the first group of travelers, those who had come from Prifty, home of, Anant- home of the Anantan. The stories say Rowena left the secret of the lock buried under the coven home. After Rowena passed to the Akashic realm, the remaining witches scattered. Eventually, the coven home was destroyed by the elements. Magdalene believes the carvings inside the chapel reflect ancient knowledge passed down through the generations, knowledge which will allow her to control Alexandra and the gateway. After enjoying her lunch, Magdalene heads out to visit a bookstore. Not an ordinary store, but one which allegedly holds the book she has come to London to find. But in order to gain possession of the book, She must go through the keeper. She remembers stories told hundreds of years ago of the book of the Anantan and the one to whom it was entrusted. He was said to be a fearsome figure and one who could see into your heart, exposing the lies there. Magdalene is sure she can handle him, persuade him to part with his treasure. Almost invisible to passers-by, the shop is nestled in a tiny alleyway off the main road with no sign to mark its presence. It is not meant to be found easily. Magdalene walks back and forth several times before finally spotting the elusive establishment. Opening the door, she hears a tiny bell ring announcing her presence. The man who walks through the curtain is a stranger, yet she feels an immediate sense of recognition. He fills the small doorway top to bottom and side to side. His hair is mane-like in style and color. His soothing voice makes her think of standing under a waterfall, tumultuous sound in front, soothing quiet behind. Yes, sir, what can I do for you, the man asks. Momentarily forgetting she is not in female form, Magdalene is taken aback. Quickly regaining her composure, she extends her hand. He does not take it. Awkwardly shoving the hand into a pocket, she explains what it is she desires. I have heard you have a book in your collection, an ancient book, almost 10,000 years old. She says, I'm sorry, sir, 
I got a 10,000-year-old book. You are misinformed, the lion man says. Unable to fully regain her calm demeanor, Magdalene attempts to cajole the man into allowing her access. You're a very handsome man, she says. I'm sure many people have told you that. I can make it worth your time if you let me see the book. I am not a man who enjoys the company of other men, the proprietor says. I think you should leave now. But I'm not a man. I mean, I am, but not really. I just, please, I need to see the book, she stammers. I don't want to hurt you. Just leave, and I'll forget you were even here, Magdalene, he roars. So you do know me. Who are you, Magdalene asks. Appearing to grow larger and more frightening, the man again tells her to leave. I see the evil within you. Stop your quest now and depart this realm. Not until I see Alexandra destroyed, she shouts as she leaves the shop and returns to the hotel. Jake and Aaron are in a taxi on the way to Brown's hotel when Jake's phone rings. It is Alexandra's number, but he knows the phone. Hello, Claire? Is anything wrong? He asks. No, everything is status quo. I thought you might have some news, she replies, sounding exhausted. Aaron and I are in London. We're headed for Brown's. We know Tom is there. Sounding worried, Claire says, Jake, there's something you don't know about Tom. If you mean that he is possessed by the spirit of Magdalene, I know, Jake tells her. Oh, then I guess you already know what you're dealing with, Claire says, sounding relieved. Jake explains how Samir had paid a visit to the house on Royal after Magdalene dispatched Gregory. He explained why Magdalene is bent on destroying Alexandra. I know I can't talk you out of confronting him. Just please be careful, Claire says. Laughing, Jake replies, it's nice to know you're concerned for me. We'll be careful, and I will call when I have something to report. And I think that's the end for this week. And if you are interested in getting a copy of the book, you can go to my website, oceansending.com or amazon.com, and I hope you'll tune in again next time.